This is the View from the Couch podcast, and I'm your host, Pierce Wiesenar. And on the program today, I'm recapping the 89th Academy Awards. And before I get to the big news at the end of the show, let me just start the podcast by saying this. Suicide Squad is an Oscar-winning film. I repeat, Suicide Squad is an Oscar-winning film. No, you did not hear that wrong. Suicide Squad joins the likes of Citizen Kane as an Oscar-winning film. There's almost no reason why Suicide Squad should win any award. That is not a Razzie, but Suicide Squad's victory was not the only surprise of the night. Hacksaw Ridge won Best Film Editing, which shocked a few. And while it's not a very flashy category, it is a category that many expected La La Land to win. The film that was nominated 14 times, tying the record for most nominations at the Oscars, and the technical awards, like editing, can give a hint at the bigger awards, like Best Picture. Tom Cross won Best Editing for Whiplash, which was also directed by Damien Chazelle, and many expected him to win again with his work in La La Land, but the Academy went for Hacksaw Ridge. Since many expected La La Land to win Best Picture, they were the favorite among the several categories they were nominated for. And if they lost out on a couple of these technical awards, one would begin to wonder if it might not be La La Land's night. Switching gears, this was the first Oscars hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, and I was quite surprised by how good Kimmel was. I've never watched a lot of Kimmel on his late night show or paid too much attention to the previous Oscars hosts, but this year I had to pay attention on more than just the winners and the losers. Now, Kimmel had a very tough job on Sunday night. Hosting the Oscars and being the halftime entertainment for the Super Bowl are the two most thankless jobs in pop culture. The show this year was different from years gone by. With Donald Trump in the Oval Office and the lack of diversity in recent Academy Awards being the main talking points before the show. Kimmel's opening monologue was pretty good. Early on, he poked fun at Mel Gibson, but it didn't take long for Kimmel to go after Trump. Playing to a crowd that mostly don't like the president, it was easy for Kimmel to rail on Trump. Thankfully, he did not rely on Trump jokes for the entire three-hour broadcast, even though the president has given him plenty of material. Throughout awards season, there have been countless speeches made against Trump and his policy, and it was no different on Sunday. Mexican actor Gael Garcia Bernal came out against the southern border wall, and Iranian director Asghar Farhadi won the Best Foreign Language Film and boycotted the event. After Trump made an executive order that banned travel from seven Muslim-majority countries, he issued a statement that called the executive order inhumane and said, Dividing the world into us and our enemies categories creates a fear, a deceitful justification for aggression and war. Mexican actor Gael Garcia Bernal came out against the southern. Mexican actor Gael Garcia Bernal came out against the southern border wall, and Iranian director Asghar Farhadi won best foreign. Mexican actor Gael Garcia Bernal came out against the southern border wall, and Iranian director Asghar Farhadi, who won best foreign language film boycotted the event after Trump made an executive order that banned travel from seven Muslim-majority countries. He issued a statement that called the executive order inhumane law and said, Dividing the world into us and our enemies categories creates fear, a deceitful justification for aggression and war. When looking at the best original screenplay category, it was great to see Kenneth Lonergan win. 
I previously professed my love for Manchester by the Sea, and the competition in that category was very tight. Manchester beat out Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, and 20th Century Women. All are very strong films that could have won, and no one would have complained if they did. And when looking at the four acting categories, the only surprise could have come from the Best Actor winner, where Casey Affleck surprised a few, including myself, when he won over Denzel Washington. Affleck was very gracious when accepting his award by saying that Denzel was one of the first people that taught him how to act. When Damien Chazelle won Best Director, it looked like La La Land was going to end the night with one more Oscar and turned their record-tying 14 nominations into seven Oscars with a Best Picture win, but La La Land ended up snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Last year, we saw a lot of shocking moments in pop culture. The Cubs finally winning a World Series, the Golden State Warriors, they blew a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals, the New England Patriots came back from a 25-point deficit in the Super Bowl, and all of the polls had Hillary Clinton beating Donald Trump in the presidential election. And now we can add the 89th Academy Award to that recent run of shocking moments. It was something that you had to see to believe. And even when you saw it, whether live or later online, it was just a baffling turn of events. So to recap, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were presenting the Best Picture Oscar. And when Beatty opened the envelope, it said Emma Stone. Backstage, Beatty was handed the wrong envelope. And when Stone kept her Best Actress envelope, Beatty walked on stage with the backup Best Actress envelope. And when he attempted to announce the winner, he was left reading the wrong card. So he passed it over to Dunaway and she just read what she saw. After attempting to write the wrong, well, the cat was already out the bag. The La La Land cast and crew were on stage, tears were shed, speeches were made, and for about two or three minutes, it was utterly surreal. As the news of what happened spread across the stage, the crowd, and Twitter. Jaws across the world were on the floor. What will forever be known as the most awkward moment in Oscars history ended up being a very touching moment between both films, with the cast and crew of La La Land handing over the Oscar they almost won minutes ago to the Moonlight team. In 2009, the Academy expanded the number of Best Picture nominees from 5 to 10, hoping that allowing more films to get nominated, that it would change the profile of Best Picture winners. In recent years, the type of film that the Academy likes has become a subgenre. Oscar bait include films like The King's Speech, The Artist, The Theory of Everything, The Imitation Game, and The Danish Girl. These are films that look and feel like they are made for no other reason than to win some awards. They all tick a few boxes of things that the Academy have come to like. Some examples include having an actor go through a physical transformation, the film may be about Hollywood itself, and a few tend to be period pieces. So when La La Land was announced as the winner, many wondered if things would ever change with the Academy. And after the Oscars so white controversy, the Academy did a lot of things to change its membership. By allowing more people to come in and trying to change the image that the Academy is more than just a bunch of old white men. Moonlight's victory can be a point where things truly do change. And just because the film won Best Picture, that does not mean that the work is finished. Ultimately, studios and financiers have to help bring stories like Moonlight and others to the big screen and to wider audiences. In the immediate aftermath, the Best Picture fiasco has dominated headlines but I would like to think that the Academy Awards will be remembered for so much more. And while La La Land won the most awards, they ultimately lost out on the biggest award of all, as the night belonged to Moonlight. If you like the show and want some more episodes, just subscribe. 
And don't forget to rate the show and to share the episode. This has been another episode of the View from the Couch podcast. Thanks for listening.